Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe, and, and we're, we're the, the feds. Fedwork is the modern day background check. And we encourage people to feed empowerment daily. And, and you're, you're now listening to Fedwork. Hey guys, welcome back to Fedwork. This is Katrina Joe And Sarah. And we are coming back to y'all this week to talk about something a little hot and steamy. Or is it not hot and steamy? <laughs> it's the opposite of hot and steamy. It's like a cold shower. Cold shower, which is dating in quarantine. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what a roller coaster. I feel like both of us are on opposite sides of the spectrum with this. We no, but we literally are. Like you went into it with a bay, I went into it with apps. So you went you took it all the way back to the beginning of Fed work and you got back on dating apps. Because yeah. Yep, that's Why? that's what happened. Well, to be fair, um our sp- our spiritual healer told me to be on dating apps, not that I would meet my person on them, but it's putting the energy into the universe that I'm ready to date. Okay. So I took that to heart. Shout out to Jolie. Shout out to Jolie. Um, I took that to heart like a month later. I actually did it. <clears throat> and this time, knowing that I wasn't like actually looking for my person, but being open, like maybe, you know, I'm in a new city. Maybe I'll meet, you know, maybe it'll work for me. Didn't, that doesn't, that doesn't happen. Then you throw quarantine in the mix and like you can't meet these people to know if there's even like chemistry outside of texting. And I think I say this every episode. I'm a Gemini. So I talk. So like I can you say have, this every episode. We should just have a loop of you saying it should that just be over a loop. and over. Yes. But um, so I'm good at like texting and like, you know, I'm OK with that. Like I can maintain a conversation that way if I don't know someone yet. Like I can just be. Hey, you know, it's almost like our, my, like our careers prepped me for that, mm-hmm. you know, working in events and stuff, you have to be able to just talk to anyone. So dating apps are not that different from that. I, you know, there were some people who I just completely fucked with and I'm like, this guy is a dick. I'm going to just fuck with him. And then there were some where I was like, oh, this guy could like totally be like someone in my life. And then there was all of the rest of the crap in between. When I tell you some of these people, I don't know who helps them decide their like key photo, but it's universally unaccepted. Like these photos are just terrifying. And if that but is what the sweat. dating app, or if that is what the dating, if that is supposed to be like a preview of the dating world, I just want to go back to an ex. Okay, but we went through this when you were trying to get me on, or you had me on Bumble, but Correct. it was you as me on Bumble. Correct. And we talked about how the photos of men on dating apps are usually kind of bad, but it's also because men don't take photos the way that women do. Right. And I still hold true to that. But what, what I didn't know is that in Michigan, they could be worse. Oh, hilarious. And you know, like, if you want to show your, that you're, like, funny and goofy, like, that's cool. But, like, the way in which you do that could also come off as, like, a pseudo-pedophile meets, like, person on the run for 
stealing like a tablecloth from a restaurant. Like it's, it's like these things that are just like these people. And you're like, what makes you think that this is going to get you a date? And well, clearly it's worked for them if they still have it up at some point with someone. Or it has so, and they're still looking. <laughs> fair. Or or either side of the spectrum. But with all that to say, did you find anyone on any of these apps? So it worked a couple worked times. Couple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. Um, I So just to start, I decided I was going to not just do Bumble, but I was going to do Hinge. So I met two cool guys on Bumble. We chatted for, I chatted with both of them for a couple weeks. Um, and like conversation was cool. We were in like completely different places in life, but I was still open to it. And, you know, Sarah be open, Sarah be open. Can't always be what you're used to. Yeah, that just didn't work. Um, it wasn't even like there was an end. We both like ghosted each other. <laughs> we okay. kind of, just kind of like, there was just no longer a text. And then um, I met a guy on Hinge. He seemed cool AF. Oh, my God. We're back to the AF. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but he was cool. Um, he had gone to two good universities. You could tell he was smart. Uh, he could carry conversation. We didn't get into anything too, too deep, but we did, like, get to know each other. You know? He was really cute. Um he was really cute. Didn't have well, very many photos of himself. You just had a moment. Yeah, because he was he like he was one of those ones where you're like, I'd be totally down to meet him when this is over. You know, like the problem is he clearly was one of those guys who was like, Oh, I wanna bang this girl. And so he put in like, you know, the three weeks of work to like get himself in a good position, like we were chatting. I sent him like yeah. old vacation pictures because he wanted to see like bathing suit pictures. Like I felt like I was in the whole thing. And, you know, it got to a point where that was like all he would talk about. And I'm like, okay, that's what's not going to happen. You know, that's not, this time is not to be used towards like leaning just to one direction. Yeah. If you're not going to continue to get to know me and like, if you're not, if you don't care to get to know me, I don't care to even communicate. So we got to that point. He had started like the whole Instagram thing early on. Remember I told you, I was like, I don't like the Instagram thing early on. Why does this guy watch every one of my stories as one of the almost first people to watch my story, but he can't text me. He can't do any like, bro, don't even watch my story. I mean, watch me living my best life. That's fine. But like, for what? I know. I hate when people do that. It's like, you have no shame. It's like, you clearly are on your phone, but you can't call or text. And so it's just so one of those annoying. things where like, the, the the lesson that I've learned is, A, I continue to choose the wrong men. Even when I, even when I brought in like, what I'm looking for, you know, I went into it. What do you call it? Like, where you aren't God, here comes Sarah dictionary. Um, not tunnel vision, the opposite of tunnel, like a fly eye. You know how they, okay. they can see like a thousand things you at once? broaden your horizon. Yes. So I did that. I was in there buzzing around like a fly and I still couldn't find. So to me, I think the only thing that's going to work is literally just watching Hallmark love movies 
every single day and manifesting it. And one day someone's just going to show up at my house. Yeah. I'm, I'm a firm believer of like, well now from quarantine is with everything stripping away to really aligning with what you really want and what really aligns with what you want and who you are at your core. Right. Because I think both of us have been guilty of dating men that kind of fit with the lifestyle that we had, whether it was in the industry and like moved like we did was able to have flexible schedules, like to travel, whatever, but right. they didn't necessarily characteristically fit with men that we actually wanted to settle down with. Yeah, like, I don't want you to be my husband. Like, I've been looking at people more so in that perspective. Like, I've gone away completely from, oh, I want him to be my boyfriend, to could I actually have him in my life forever? And right. I wish I had done that, you know, at 24, because I know. maybe I would have given some people that were in my life more time and it would have been actually like the right move instead of me dismissing them. But everything happens for a reason. That's what it works out the way it was supposed to. For sure. But that's a lesson that I've learned is that, you know, I'm not going to settle because it's getting to be that time. I'm also not going to settle with someone who is just, you know, kind of like there. <laughs> Like, I don't want that. If, you know, like I said, I'd go back to exes then. Right. You know, so for me, uh, I just don't understand. And maybe it's that I didn't give the right people enough time. Maybe I was being, you know, whatever by looking at those photos a certain way. But that's all they give you. So whatever. But, you know, maybe part of it is, you know, just kind of let I've always said this, like going like God, like maybe the person is supposed to be walking next to you in the grocery store and be like, Oh my gosh, you're standing in front of the gluten-free section. I need a piece of bread. And then they hand you a loaf <laughs> and that's your story. And then his nickname is bread loaf boy. Like maybe that's, you know, what is supposed to happen. Claim it, Claim it girl. Claim it. Because really, I mean, if I have to eat gluten-free, he should too. <laughs> Hilarious. No, but so anyway, so that's, <clears throat> that's it. I, you know, it, well, I, can, I commend you. I commend you for trying, you know, new ways again, especially in quarantine, because yeah. I would think that with dating apps and, and not having the physical element involved, that it would be better and, and strong and build stronger relationships when you can just communicate and really get to know someone and FaceTime and all of that. Same. You're on the edge of your, you're on the edge of your seat, because girl. I feel you. I, it's the same. I felt the same. I was like, this is how I'm going to meet my man. And then what happened? Men were men. So after the few didn't work out, did you stop the apps? Are we still on them? So then I found a new one. <laughs> okay. That literally, like, connects you to people all over the world. So I've, I've realized how much more attractive men are in Europe. Um, <laughs> and it's really terrible. You cannot, like, prevent people from sending you roses. Like, they send you a rose if they're interested in you. So, I mean, I have a bundle of, you know, faux roses. Of course you do. But, um... It's like creepy, you know, like 55 year olds who are looking for someone to travel and take care of. And I'm like, this is not, what's that called? Not a honey bunny. What are those people called? Sugar, sugar daddy. Sugar babies. Sugar I'm babies. not, yeah, that's not, I'm, you know, I, I can provide for myself. So that's what this app has turned into. There was one really cool guy that I've been like slowly chatting with in Ohio, which you know how I feel about Ohio. Um, and so you know, that was just, I think, because he was cute and I we haven't really. So, I, I mean, I'm on them. <clears throat> I'm on them and I'm not active. Like, 
Hey Feds, HBO's new series, I May Destroy You, is a fearless, frank, and provocative show written by and starring Michaela Cowell that explores the question of sexual consent in contemporary life and how, in the new landscape of dating and relationships, we make the distinction between liberation and exploitation. Watch new episodes Sundays at 10.30 p.m. on HBO and stream it on HBO Max. I've reconnected with some friends from high school, which has been kind of cool. You know, you have to swipe right for your friends. Right. Um, And so that was nice, you know, being that I moved back home. But other than that, yeah, it's been it's been terrible. And I swear summer is supposed to be the best time. So these patios better open up quick so I can get to a bar patio. And they are. They're opening on the 15th back here. So there's that. Now, girl, now that we're done with me, we've got a whole slew of time to talk about you because we need it. So let's get into it. (laughs) What are we going to call it, first of all? Well, what what are you calling your little rendezvous on on dating app? I mean, the only thing I can think of is that he's pretty phantom. So I guess (laughs) the phantom. The, The phantom of quarantine, maybe? I don't know. I don't even think he deserves a nickname for real. Okay. okay. I don't even know why I still follow why we still follow each other on Instagram, honestly, but I haven't unfollowed him yet. Well, you know when if if you unfollow someone on Instagram that's deep, you know. I heard I heard something like that. <laughs> you know, it might it might be pretty deep. Um hold on, let me get my let me get my uh <clears throat> let me get my hot chocolate here so I can enjoy this. All right, sips tea, but it's actually chocolate. Whoop whoop. All right. Go well, for it. I went into quarantine with a full-on man, not actual official boyfriend, but I, ha- I had a man I was consistently dating, and it was amazing at first. He, we were great, and we were constantly around each other. We worked well together. We traveled. We did a few staycations. We well, that's before quarantine, right? The staycation. Yeah. So yeah, 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 before we're giving some some preview into the pre-quarantine yeah. world. Very, it was very very consistent, and quarantine hit, and it literally brought some things to surface immediately, which shifted our dynamic, and I felt like throughout quarantine, it was a struggle. Like it was a constant battle for us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, in the previous episode, I'm used to being home and working from home and he was not. So I think that also put a stress, a stressor on us of him having to adjust to being home all the time and not being right. out and, and all of that. But I think it was literally like hot to cold once quarantine hit. And I think for me, I put a lot of wait on oh it's just quarantine it's just quarantine and once quarantine's over we'll get through this and you know it's the everyone's going through things and we're stressed and it's a different dynamic and we're home and but then I realized that it it actually was fundamental differences that we had Mm -hmm. and so I went through a whole breakup (laughs) during quarantine you guys Yes, because we we were dating, and then we became official for all of five seconds, maybe, and then I called it off, and I was just like, this this is not it, um, and it was a pretty hard breakup. I mean, no breakup is happy right. or fun to go through, <laughs> but it was just unfortunate. You know, a lot of things happened that I didn't foresee coming. What were some of those? Um, like 
communication issues, um, just a lot of fundamental differences, a lot of disconnect on numerous levels in the relationship. And that just created a lot of distance between us, which is hard or to imagine in quarantine, because it's like, you're not really doing much, you're always home. So you would think that we would be spending more time together in quarantine, but we were spending less than before. So yeah, so I went through a whole breakup. And just even that, I was actually happy that the breakup happened in quarantine, because I, because all you want to do when you're going through a breakup is like, stay home, cry in the shower, stay in bed for a couple days, order some pizza, and then get over and go back into the world. Right. But I was actually able to do that. And then really just sit in what I was feeling and and reevaluate what I was attracting because I feel like <clears throat> this situation was similar to the last guy I dated in right. some ways and I was like okay what are these patterns what am I attracting how am I reacting what am I allowing and what do I actually really want and so with coming out of that I feel like I have been able to, like I said, kind of strip away things and, and really narrow in on what I want and what aligns with me as a person and my spirit and all of those things that I may have recently recently started started a new new quarantine quarantine situation um, that we were friends before. And we literally just bonded through text, phone calls, FaceTime, Bible app, all of that, and built a really strong friendship for about three weeks to a month, and I'm excited that it started off that way, and we'll see where it goes. Now, you said three weeks to a month, but is this someone that had been in your life, like, any time prior to that, or was this someone who literally yeah, we just were showed friends. up? We've been, yeah, I, I'm talking about from when we spent time, like, actually on FaceTime. Okay, and got it doing, you know, the Bible app and really connecting and getting to know each other. But I've known him since uh, last year. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So we were, we've been friends for a while, but you know, it's just been two different things and, and trying to maneuver through relationships and quarantine is hard, especially when you can't really like, go out on dates and you can't, you know, do normal things. You have to really get creative. But do you think that with your, I'm oh, sorry, keep going. No, you're fine. Um, you really gotta get creative with your relationship. And although it may be hard in quarantine, I also think it brings things to the surface faster. Whether, you know, can you sit in a room with someone for hours or days at a time with no outside stimulus and really just sit there and enjoy each other? Whether you're talking, whether you're playing Jenga, whether you're watching a movie, whether you're, you know, whatever it is, um, that is really important because it's easy. I think it's easier to date when you have events to go to and dinner plans and shows and and trips and that where you're not really like spending time to just know the person. Yeah, so. You're not building the foundation as much. That's what I was going to ask you was, you know, <clears throat> in the, the first situation you were talking about, you know, you, it was during a time where your career was like at full swing. You were doing events all the time. And the, the little bit of downtime that you had was easy to spend together because it was a little bit of downtime. And then all of a sudden it flips into, oh, wait, hold on. Like it's three o'clock in the afternoon and I can be with this person. It's 10 a.m. and I can be with this person or whatever time is the most important to them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. 
Correct. Morning time. Morning, morning time. time. He, morning he, time. He, 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 lo- he, he loved morning time. That's what we should call him. That should be his nickname. Morning time? Morning time. Or morning wood. wood you know. Same thing. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. Morning different word. We'll, same we'll thing, just, different we'll just, word. Yeah, we'll just call him morning wood. Okay. And, um, yeah, but, you know, you know unfortunately, I mean? yeah, it just it just worked out the way that it did. And, and I agree. It's like things get buried over convenience. Like, I, it's almost like you, you have these events, you don't want to go alone, you enjoy your time with this person, it all kind of happens, you're wrapping it up, you're going on trips, boom, 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 all of a sudden, all these things are happening, but have you talked about faith? Have you talked about spirituality and what you require from that and from your partner? Have you talked about, you know, the, the core values that matter in raising children and having a family and what you, what your needs are versus what his needs are? And, you know, all of those things that actually matter this is the time to get those sorted out so that the rest of life is just easy or it's a building block from there. And, you know, yeah. you and I can understand how easy that is because we talk about it all the time. But apparently men can't seem to figure that out. And by men, well, I should say most men, because there have been others who have been great. Yes. I mean, I think, you know, you just got to kind of find someone that understands your love language and that is committed to understanding you. Right. And. I think when communication isn't there, it's very hard to build any type of connection. And whether that's uh, intimacy, whether that's understanding, whether that's healthy conflict resolution, all of the above, because, I mean, in quarantine, all you really have to do is to get to know each other. You get creative. You might be able to take a drive or or watch something or cook something. Yeah. But, you know, it really makes you just sit and enjoy each other and communicate well and especially if you're looking for a partner right it's very obvious in a quarantine type situation or you know even if it's on a vacation for a week or whatever it's very easy to tell if someone is going to be your partner or if you're carrying most of the weight or if they're carrying most of the weight etc so you know I think that you know that is also something that brings to life issues that you wouldn't have expected during quarantine because, you know, there were times where I know that it felt a little bit more like you were, you know, putting a lot of effort in and maybe that wasn't being reciprocated and vice versa. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, and you know, for, and even for though, me, yeah. I've written a lot of stuff down. That's good. And that's really helped me to be like, this is not a priority. What's the deeper, like you and I had this conversation. What is the, if there's an issue, what is the deeper rooted issue? Because that probably is not the problem. You know, the problem probably is that is not that he doesn't put his shoes away when he walks in your house, but it's that he doesn't respect the fact that you keep a tidy house. Like that's an example that isn't true in this case. It was made up in this brain of mine. Right. Yeah. But, you know, finding those deep rooted issues helps to find what you want outside of that. If that makes sense. Right. Absolutely. And this is the time for it because we got nothing but time, girl. Yeah. And, you know, although the first scenario ended kind of quickly, I'm glad that we were able to see things the way that we were so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's unfortunate. I think both of us really, really wanted it to work at one point. I think so, too. And there was just a huge disconnect. But again, I just think everything happens for a reason. We weren't on the same page. 
yeah. he's he used to talk about being in the same chapter, but it's okay if you're not on the same page. But I and to be fair, I respect that because I can understand like one person being ahead and the other playing catch up, and maybe you know I don't think that you're always going to be on the same page. But as long as you are, you know, if you have the same goal. Sorry, I got distracted. There were three squirrels chasing each other. <laughs> I was like a dog for a second there. Um. Yeah, as long as you guys have the same goal and you guys are actively working towards that and you guys know that you'll get there, I think it's okay to be in the same chapter. I think that that was an excuse and the chapter was not the same. Correct. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. And, you know, there comes a point in a relationship where you have to think about the other person as much as you think about yourself. For sure. For and, sure. and yeah, so, you know, I, I've had a full blown on great, situation at first and Mm -hmm. then it fizzled out and then it didn't and then I had a boyfriend for two seconds and I didn't and so now I'm like was he even really an ex because we were all together for all of two minutes and then I realized with myself is he 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 was in the picture for longer than you're giving him credit for right now no it was six months Okay, but in the past situation, when it was three months, four months, that was, like, a big deal. Like, I feel like it's a big yeah, deal. But I, yeah, I mean, no, I'm not saying that it's, it was, like, it wasn't serious. We were very serious. But I'm saying when we had the official talk, it maybe lasted, like, a week. Like, we were maybe official for a week, and we still weren't even, like, really good during that week of us you being weren't at official. You weren't at all. At all. But I still think he's an ex because I feel, and this is why, this is my justification, is leading up to quarantine you guys were moving at a, at a pace that a normal relationship would have you just didn't have that conversation so you guys were moving in the same way as a relationship granted it it didn't last as long as any of us thought it was going to but i think that to not say to be to be able to say that it that wouldn't count as an ex i think it would be a disservice no, to what you built no i think i i think we did have something great at one point but i am saying and I'm saying this only because I've had a lot of talks with my girlfriends and mm-hmm. even my male friends that we have to be careful of committing to people that are not in a relationship with us. Yes. So exactly. I have found myself being a girlfriend to men that are not committed to me in the same way. Okay. So I'm not, fine. I'm not d- dismissing what I had with this person. Right. Right. With Morningwood. I almost, I almost said his name. I with am this not person. dismissing what I had with Morningwood. Right, with Morningwood, but I am saying that we were dating. I think okay, we were yeah. dating, and I'm not I'm not disregarding that at all. Like, you know, I think the couple, the last couple of guys I dated, we were dating. Yeah. But to say that I'm his ex-girlfriend, I don't really know how I feel about that, but that's neither here nor there. That's okay, I agree with that completely. But sometimes I yeah. say ex because it was, like, someone I had in my life for a really long time, and I, you know, but I shouldn't, I guess. But yeah, we that I had a whole conversation last week about that's this. Very and that's true. very true. Like, we got to be careful with that. So that's very true. Okay, valid. So got it. Yeah. But then you know, so, yeah. just to put some positive out there, we do have a few friends who are in very amazing relationships, and they have skyrocketed during quarantine. So cheers Correct. to quarantine love because it does exist, and it does exist, and it does bring it's beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I am experiencing right now a situation where I'm literally feel like I'm more connected and intimate with someone strictly off of FaceTime and phone calls and text. So I do think that it can bring people closer together for sure. 
But you already know what we're about to say right now. What? We want to hear y'all stories. You yes. have to have them. Like, if these, you know, ours aren't that great. Sorry. But. They are great. Our stories are great. Mine could have been way better. Mine could have had a prince at the end, like the Hallmark movie. But I'm just saying, I would love to hear some of your stories because I know that they have got to be epic, even if they're just hysterical. And I want to hear them. So please, please, please share them with us. <clears throat> you can email us. You can DM us. You could send it to our personal Instagrams, whatever you want. Yes. But we need to hear the stories. Tell us about your love and quarantine. And until next time. Thanks for joining us, you guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.